Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Is your worrying a habit? If yes, that's okay. Because here on the Habit Thrive Podcast, we know the ins and outs of habits. So we got this. Welcome to episode number 42 of your Habit Thrive Podcast. Is worrying a habit we can change? The short answer, absolutely yes. And it can be changed or tamed before it turns to chronic stress or anxiety. I know because I've been applying the power of habit, habit loop, to everything from exercise, to eating right, to sleep, to my worry thoughts for a while now, and it still blows me away how effective it is. So what is worry and why are we talking about it here in the spring on the Habit Thrive Podcast? Worry can be defined as the anticipation of a future negative event. More specifically, as you are thinking about a future event or situation or discussion even, you're thinking, what if something bad happens and what if I can't handle it? Let me suggest that we can worry at any time for sure, but there may be certain times in the day, the week, the year, our lifetimes that we may worry more. What I've discovered for myself is that my worry likes to hang out in times of transition. And as much as transition times such as the spring are wonderful times for new opportunities and discoveries, worry loves to hang out here as well. Our brain is constantly trying to protect us from potential negative events, so it conjures up visions of worst case scenarios. What if it's a cold, wet summer? What about camping? What about my canoe trip? What if it's an unbearably hot summer? What if my hip or knee does not get better for the summer? I won't be able to hike and bike or play with the grandkids. There is no way we're going to be able to travel anywhere this summer with the price of gas. So these are just a few examples that our brain can conjure up. Now these thoughts do not make us negative Nellies. It's just our brain protecting us. Remember the brain is Teflon for the positive and Velcro for the negative. Our primitive brain protecting us from the saber-toothed tigers in today's world. So yes, worry loves to hang out in the gap, the place between things, like between jobs, between partners, traveling one place to another, which is what I'm actually doing right now. And I've had some worry issues there as well. All good so far, but my brain has been very active. So between seasons where we are leaving the familiar behind, even if it is snow and heading into the not so familiar, even if it's good, like no snow, 
Now, something to think about, and I've been thinking about this uh, just over the last little while as well, is that bedtime is the perfect example of a transition time. The transition between our wake cycle and our sleep cycle. Worry loves it here. It cozies right up, pours itself a cup of tea and hangs out, sometimes for hours. Sometimes it actually shakes me awake at two in the morning just to keep a company and to chat. Oh yes, worry loves transitions and these gap times. It does its best work here in the gap. Visualizing all of the worst case scenarios of our next day, our weeks, and even our years ahead. Scenarios about us and our pain and our family's health and our homes, the weather and our future. And guess what? When you think about it and you're aware of this is what the brain is doing, you can actually do something about it. Because these late night or daily worry episodes are, you guessed it, a habit. It follows a familiar loop. A cue triggers a behavior and we receive a reward for this behavior and the loop continues. So thinking about the cue, so we have this cue routine reward loop. Okay, so coming back to the cue, which is usually a time, a place, or a situation. We have a routine, a familiar behavior or a thought loop that we just talked about, and a reward. Sometimes that reward is just the comfort of being in the familiar of that place that we know our brain likes to go, even if it's negative. So there's more comfort sometimes in a familiar negative situation than an unknown, unfamiliar positive situation. I know it's strange or it sounds strange, but it's true. So coming back to the cue, when? So thinking about, and you can actually journal this and keep track of this, put it on a calendar. It's fascinating actually. So the cue is that first thing in the morning when our eyes open up and we're thinking about what to be aware of for the day, what should we worry about for the day as we start to move into it. It could be before you go to sleep at night and that is a very popular worry time. Okay, It could be when you are thinking about certain events that are happening. It could be events happening in into the summer. You might be planning a family reunion. You might be traveling somewhere. Okay, so there are again the the loop that follows preparation. Okay, so even when you're thinking about the future, whether it is the summer or next year or retirement, okay, or what happens further on into retirement. So just noticing. So that is the cue. When do you worry? So the routine, it's interesting actually. I just listened to a podcast on how we can more easily visualize our worries with detail, with clarity, 
like before we go to bed at night. We're replaying a, a discussion or a situation that happened perhaps that day. We can see the colors. We can see what people are wearing, even what's going on around in the environment. We can hear the person that we're talking to over and over again, and we can run that scenario over and over again with clarity, and we can run 10 different scenarios. But when we're asked to visualize or to think about the future, accomplishing a certain goal, thinking about our hopes and our dreams, then there's less detail, sometimes less color, less passion, because again, it's the unfamiliar. So we can even look at the scenario of, and this happens quite often as we are preparing for bed, we're cozying in, and then all of a sudden we have shoulder pain. It's like, what's up with that? My shoulder was fine all day, and now I have shoulder pain. And so your brain starts to go into, is it ever going to leave? What if I can't golf this summer? What if I have to get surgery? How will I manage? And again, you see all of those scenarios and you play them out. But again, that scenario of thinking forward into the summer where you're sending the golf ball down the fairway, right? Seeing and feeling and hearing your friends <laughs> clapping and supporting you in that wonderful shot. Those are the things that are not as easy, but absolutely, now that you're aware of this, now that we're hanging out in this, uh, in this podcast together, these are the things to play with. These are the things to practice because we can get better at this. And when we get better at visualization and thinking about the positive scenarios, we crowd out worry. Okay, we can train our brain to move from what if this happens to this is how I want things to happen. I can think it, see it, and believe it. It's hugely powerful and it just takes a little bit of practice. So again, you might do this over the course of the week. You might play with this from, from this point on. Just recognizing the cue for your worry. And this applies to, oh my gosh, everything. The cue routine reward, again, to exercise, to procrastination, anything around um, our nutrition. So just recognizing the cue. We're talking about worry today, so when do you usually worry? Okay, where are you when you worry? That's the cue. The routine recognize your pattern. Do you play out a number of scenarios? Do you actually Google to find more information about the possible negative outcomes of this scenario? Right? So recognize your pattern and recognize the reward for your brain because your brain is getting something out of this. And I think again, from a negative perspective, it feels very familiar and even comfortable. When we go through all the scenarios, our worry scenarios, it feels like we're figuring things out. That we are preparing for the worst case scenarios to be prepared. It feels like and gives us a sense of control that we are doing something about this situation. 
Okay, or we're doing something about this, this pain or this possible future event. Now, I'm going to suggest that instead of staying in the negative familiar, seek out the reward of hanging out in the unfamiliar, okay, where you are not as comfortable, where you visualize what you want to happen and notice when you do this, how you feel. You might even fall asleep faster and feel it. And even right now to take a breath, take a soft breath in and a nice long breath out and know that you have the ability and you have the power to do this. So are you ready to change up your worry habit? First, notice your worry times and be ready for them, okay? Change the routine. Change it up to visualizing what can happen and what you want to happen. And the reward is you've taken back control. Give yourself a big pat on your back, do a happy dance. Even if you're in bed, you can do a little wiggle, right? And notice that you have taken back control. So whether you're transitioning into spring, or from daytime into nighttime or into retirement into a new home whatever the transition time is these are perfect times to tame your worry habit and send your future self energy out into the world i'd like to finish with the words of a song that you all know don't worry be happy i couldn't have said it better myself so love to all of you, and I look forward to hanging out with you again next week. Have fun with taming your worry habit this week, and bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.